Alrighty. Hi guys. Welcome to episode seven of your favorite podcast <laughs> in the universe. What's it called? Cheese Toasty. <gasps> She's back. Guess who's back? Yeah, guys, I'm back. Sorry I haven't been here for the last four episodes, but excited to do this one today. Yeah, we've had a lot of people complain. We've had about a thousand emails going, where is she? Sheldon, you suck. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> people uh, are mean. We don't even have 20 views on our, on our podcast, so I don't think anybody missed me being on them. No, I know. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, it get, it, sometimes it feels a little bit discouraging to, um, you know, to not really see tons of progress. But at the end of the day, something like this, something that's creative takes super long to get any sort of progress anyway. So yeah. eventually something will happen and eventually we'll get there, especially if you're interesting. You know, if you're if you're I mean, I've I've seen YouTube channels and podcasts by the most boring people in the whole universe. I actually listened back to one of our podcasts today. And um, something I noticed that I do is you can hear my breathing. Really? And sometimes if I'm really close like this and you can hear my... <laughs> sound like a oh, pug. It sounds so horrible. Anyway, <clears throat> it's good to be back. You know, this is the first episode that... <coughs> Sorry. You know, that I've even done in about a week. It's the first one you've done in about... Two weeks. Two weeks. How does it feel to be back? You happy? Yeah, I'm glad to be doing it again. It's just the last couple of weeks I've been so busy. I mean, was it last weekend or the weekend before? I was in Sydney. Last weekend was just busy with babysitting Junior. Yeah. So, it's the first time we've really had the time to do anything like this together. Exciting. What was it like in Sydney? Do you like Sydney or do you prefer where you are now? Um, I definitely think like being in Sydney is a place you have to go to at least once in your life. I mean, you know, I say that. I mean, we were there for like eight months, seven months, and we barely got to see any of it. Um, you know, it's a beautiful city, but it's just, I don't know, it's just too congested. There's way too many people there. And even though Australia is like super safe and whatnot, I mean, the amount of hobos and bums on the streets is absolutely crazy. So I was glad to be there for the weekend, but super glad I got to come home like a day afterwards. Especially where we stayed. We stayed in a pretty shitty part of Sydney. I mean, it was nice enough, but um, there was just so many hobos everywhere. Yeah, and the cockroaches. I mean, I even told you what happened. So Sydney's technically quite um, infested with cockroaches in general, so it's not necessarily a reflection on us or anything. But, I mean, we went in our apartment for three months, and then when I got back and I went to bed that night, I found a cockroach on my pillow, and I absolutely hated it. It was so gross. That's sick. Yeah. Mm. I told you, I got up after like two hours of sleep, and I was like, well, I'm just going to clean now. I found cockroaches on my pillows before. Yeah. And in the duvets, ugh, it's so gross. Anyway, enough about that. I don't want to talk about that. How, so how are you doing? How has your, how's your day been? How's your week been so far? Yeah, it's been okay. Doing the adult stuff, like taxes. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah, I just... How's your experience been so far with reporting taxes and whatnot? So I work privately as a photographer and a videographer, and I very rarely get any sort of work. And... 
towards the end of 2019, I managed to get a few days worth of shoots and I earned about like $5,000, just underneath $5,000 for about two yeah. months of work, which felt really good. I was so proud and that money went straight into my savings and I thought to myself, wow, that's, you know, what a, what a nice little nest egg. And not once did I even think about paying tax on it. And then today I started thinking about the idea of doing a tax return because I'm old. <laughs> so this is this is one to catch a predator. Yeah. Where the guy like the predator comes and he's trying to meet this like young boy or this young girl. And then Chris Hansen, the guy comes out and is like, So what are you doing here? And he's like, No, 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 nothing, nothing. I was just I just wanted to make a friend and he starts talking to me and he goes, What's your name? And he goes, Jim. And he goes, How old are you, Jim? And Jim keeps quiet for a little bit and he just goes I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> anyway, so I, after like trying to do some tax returns, I realized that I was actually going to get about just, just over $1,000 back. And I was so happy. I thought, man, you know, I've been struggling to find work at the moment. It hasn't been, it hasn't felt so good. So to have just a little cash injection of $1,000, that's going to help me. Yeah. It's just going to take a little bit of, that's, that's all it was going to do. I wasn't going to go out and buy a Nintendo Switch. I wasn't going you know, I wasn't gonna go out and do something stupid. I just wanted to 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 save that money, or to, you know, pay it towards whatever needs to be paid back, etc. And then I figured out that the money that I earned from the videography work, I never paid tax on it. So, I owe the Australian government like eight hundred bucks. It's not that much, but I mean. Well, hopefully it comes. You know, hopefully at the end of the day, I'm not gonna owe them anything because I can't. I, if they, if if the Australian government gets back to me and they're like, "Listen, all right, mate, you gotta pay us a little bit back," <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Okay, can I come and work in one of your gardens <laughs> for, for a couple of days because I don't have any money." Shame, I hate doing things like this. It's no wonder nobody likes being an adult. The, the only times people enjoy being adults is when they're rich. I'm telling you, because. You don't have to worry about struggling. You know, I've read so many instances of people commit suicide, things like that because of financial issues. Financial struggles are the worst. I've seen threads on Reddit where people go onto Satanism um, subreddits and they try to, to ask the Satanists how they can sell their soul because they have such bad financial problems and they just want their family to be okay. I've seen dads post on Reddit or subreddits like that where they say, I don't care if I die. I'd be willing to sell my soul. I just want my kids to not have to deal with my debt when I die. How horrible. Yeah, it's really sad. I think, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how you were when you were a kid, but I remember when I was younger, you know, I always wished, oh, I can't wait until I'm older. I can't wait until I'm older. You know, because being an adult is so, I don't know, just made out to be a bit a better picture than what it actually is. I mean, I wish I could go back to my university days right now. You know, it was probably the best time. Didn't have any worries, didn't have any financial worries. Most thing that I had to worry about is, you know, an assignment that was due at the end of the week or an exam or something like that. Yeah, you had kind of the best of both worlds because, you know, you were mm -hmm. able to do things that, you know, most people can do. If you wanted to go out and in the middle of the night, you could. If you wanted to go to the shops and buy a cake and have that whole cake for dinner, you could. You you know you you didn't you could you could do anything so yeah. you had the good part about being an adult and you had the good part about being a kid in terms of you didn't have to worry about rent 
because mm. most people don't yeah you know i didn't either and so you have the best of being an adult being a kid so it's a bit of a slow transition you go from being a kid and you go oh i want to be able to do this i want to be able to go somewhere without having to tell people and then you slowly transition to that and then you lose the fun part then they go okay cool well now you can do that but you gotta be taxi but like let's just be honest I mean, since we've been here, well, when we were in Sydney, maybe it was a little bit different. Maybe once every two weeks, we went out in the middle of the week. But now, I mean, we're at an age where we can go out whenever we want to. We don't really have the money for it, but we can do it, but we don't do it. It's just part of growing up. You don't enjoy the things that you used to anymore. And finances stress you out more than anything else. Yeah. It sucks, man. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? Hopefully, I'll find a job soon. <clears throat> you know? You will, sweetheart. I promise you will. We'll see what happens. Anyway, so this is the first one back. You know, we don't really have anything too much planned. There's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Maybe a couple of things that you wanted to talk about. Mm. Would you like me to go first? Just yeah. want to mention one of my first points. Sure, go for it. So, <clears throat> who's the current president of the United States? Donald Trump. And who's his primary competitor in terms of the Democratic candidate? Joe Biden. Okay. Now, did you know that somebody else has just announced to run yes. for the 2020 presidency? Who is it? Kanye West. Mr. Kanye West. <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest thing? I think that's the worst thing ever. Why? I mean, what does he know about running... A country, okay, you know, he has his own business and whatnot, but he has been so mentally unstable in the past where he has bipolar, he's gone on rants on live television, on Twitter. Well, to be fair, it's not really much of a comparison to our, you know, the current president of the United States. I mean, Donald Trump says whatever he says, and some people would explain his behavior as being erratic, but it comes from like, China, yeah, but somebody like Kanye West. I don't know, I just, I can't see him as being a respected president. Yeah, well, he's obviously not going to become president, is he? There's no. no chance that he's going to become president. To be fair, I think so many people are just willing, well, I don't know, this is just my opinion, I'm not stating fact here, but I think so many people are just fed up with Donald Trump and what he stands for, and then Joe Biden with his weird, creepy, pedophilia behavior and... Just a bad press, another billionaire coming in there thinking he's going to change everybody's lives. I mean, you know, there's not much competition. So I think, you know, Kanye West, he might not be the greatest candidate, but at least he is a candidate. Well, I don't, you know, that's the thing is I don't know how, um, how much of a difference things like different presidents make. I mean, think about when George Bush was president. You know, he was the Republican Party, and then Barack Obama became president in, what, 2008, was it? Yeah, it was 2008. Yeah. And then everybody was so overjoyed. They were like, wow, things are going to change. Because at the time, the war in Iraq had just started. And in Obama's first term, the war in Iraq continued. Nothing really changed. And then 2012 came along, Barack Obama won again. I'm not sure where the state of the Iraqi war was then. And then when Trump was announced as the new president in 2016. There were so many people who said things like, that's it, I'm leaving, you know, Trump's not going to be my president, watch this country go to shit. Other people were saying, watch America become incredible, watch America become great again. 
But nothing much has changed. Yeah, sure. Unemployment might have might have decreased here and there. Taxes might have gone up here and there. But things always just stay the same. Well, I mean, you know, that's the thing with politicians. They're all the same. They all want the same thing. They just have different ways of getting to it. Think about, I don't know, just going away from Trump and whatnot. But, I mean, if we had to think about our politicians back in South Africa... They all stand for the exact same thing, increasing, um, you know, wages and decreasing unemployment and making the economy better and better public health service and better education. Every single one of them want that. They just have different ways of going about and it's, it's propaganda, basically, at the end of the day. They try and sell themselves in a different way every single time. Nothing changes. Nothing amazing or different happens. You just become president. And then some some of them are good at what they do and maybe they'll impact it a little bit. But then you get people like Donald Trump where he, you know, up until before coronavirus started, there was a massive economic boom going, you know, in, in America. America was making so much money, so much debt that they've made over yeah. the last couple of years was slowly but surely starting to be covered. And now, I don't know, it's just... Yeah, but even even with that, do you honestly think that the average American will greatly benefit from... I mean, remember, the United States debt, mm. <clears throat> you know, let's say, let's say you fill up a glass. The United States debt, that glass is at the moment full. That's how big the debt is, okay? Just mm -hmm. breaking it down. Now, let's say Donald Trump brings it down by 10%. That's very good. I mean, the numbers would speak volumes. The numbers would say, well, he's, he's eradicated 10 billion or $1 trillion in debt. Yeah. Do you really think that the American population would receive any form of massive, massive difference from just something like that? Okay, but you have to look at it from a different point of view. When you think of the three biggest world powers currently, country-wise, what are your first thoughts? China. Okay, China. It comes from China. China. What's the other two that you think are? Um, Russia. And America. The United right? States. Right. So now the United States of America have been a state power or or global power for hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So a country like America often leads the beginning into new laws or new. Um, export deals, whatever they can. So when America does something, there's so many countries that follow the example of a country like America. So they're just coming, let's moving on from, you know, Donald Trump and whatnot. If we had to look at um, just now, currently, globally, what's going on. America and China are currently in a power standoff, in a sense, because there's really horrible relationships between the two of them, right? Yeah. Now, other countries are following America's lead in basically not supporting China as much. And a perfect example of that would be the UK. There's so many countries right now that is following the exact same thing about, you know, they're not going to support China, they're on the American side, um, especially because of the new national security law that China imposed. So you know about that law, right? Mm -hmm. So this law 
takes place in China already, and they've just introduced it into Hong Kong as well. So I was telling you about this the other night, where any person who makes any comment on social media, um, any platform about China in a disapproving way, whatever the case might be, gets arrested and will get prosecuted, in a sense, for treason, right? Now, they've gone the extra mile, and in the last couple, I think it was like the last couple of days, it's now been said that anyone around the world who has anything bad to say about China and crosses through Hong Kong, whether you're flying into the Hong Kong airport to get another flight to the UK or to South Africa, whatever the case might be, once you land in Hong Kong, you might be persecuted for anything that you've said about China in the past on any social media platform. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So anyone around the world, because of the amount of security that they're now putting in and the systems that they have in place, it doesn't matter if you're visiting from Thailand and you're stopping in Hong Kong to fly over. They can arrest you on the spot and charge you in Hong Kong. For treason. For treason. And then... Um, when was it? I think it was today that they, look, I don't know if it's really going to happen, but America was saying that they might ban TikTok because it's a Chinese um, app, basically, and they don't want any of their data to be at the hands of the Chinese. So now they are considering banning TikTok completely well, I've, from I've, every American. <clears throat> well, I know that TikTok is, TikTok is actually quite a massive spyware you know, um, <clears throat> I saw this Reddit post the other day about somebody who works in app development and they kind of break down the code behind the scenes and they, you know, they'll be hired by somebody like Twitter and they'll break down the app code and they'll try and see where they can better it or where, you know, there could be a potential system failure in the future, et cetera, et cetera. And they broke down TikTok and they mentioned how TikTok is incredibly virtually invasive to the average user they track tons of things they track your location 90 percent of the time they have access to your camera and they tend to take secret photos of you when you don't know that is incredible india has just banned tiktok so yeah. india has banned tiktok apparently yeah. there's some sort of dispute between india and china i'm not nearly smart enough to know but India has completely banned TikTok. And India is a massive consumer of TikTok. Yeah. You know, I, I've always wondered why that was. And I think it's because I would imagine that a large amount of people in India might not have much to do sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the reason I'm saying this is because <clears throat> I met this guy on TikTok. And I didn't have TikTok. I think I posted one video because I was trying out the filters. And I thought that I sounded funny or something like that. I got a message from this guy and he, no, was it, was it Instagram? It wasn't TikTok. I'm sorry. I met him on Instagram and then eventually he, he was like, wow, you're so handsome. And I was like, oh, thank you. Da, 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 da. And then he asked me if I knew about app development. I told him no. And he said he has his app idea. And I was like, that's fantastic. And I went onto his Instagram profile and he is from, you know, like rural India. And he had this thing where he would put his face yeah. on different photos one in a lamborghini one in like a bodybuilder one he'd be in a in a pool yeah with like five women and stuff like that 
And then he used to send me all these videos, all these TikTok videos he makes. And I used to think like, do something, man. Why are you making TikToks? <laughs> Why are you just making TikToks all the time? So <clears throat> I know India's banned TikTok and I think that India is a very big consumer of TikTok. Um, but yeah, the, America should ban TikTok. Have you seen the type of stuff that happens on TikTok? Do you know how many kids are sexualized on TikTok? Yeah. These suggestive videos and these suggestive formats and themes that goes around on TikTok. And then kids love TikTok. And then they try to recreate these things. And I mean, you know, I've seen lots of conspiracy theory videos as towards how TikTok is such a valuable part of poisoning society, especially from the younger spectrum. So no, I think TikTok, I think TikTok should go. So yeah, if the United States wants to do it, go for it. No, I don't think I, you know, I've never really used TikTok. I mean, I've seen what you've done on TikTok and the videos. What do you mean what I've done? <clears throat> no, like... When I don't you... do TikToks. I know you don't do TikToks. <laughs> I mean, when you go on there to use those filters, you know, just to be funny or whatever. So, you know, I know you don't post anything on TikTok, well, that I know of. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It just seems so silly and so stupid, but it's grown. because yeah, it's for kids. Yeah, but that's the thing. There's grown... So massively, and if you think about all the the private data being collected on there about these kids, you know, and you don't know whether China has access to it or not. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do too. You know. Most nice. Anyway, do you want to mention something? Yeah, that was basically what I wanted to mention. You want to, That's what you've been saving for three days. Yeah, I, I wanted to tell you last night. The China ban tick that America banned TikTok. Well, you national security law on Hong Kong. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention that. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Mm. The idea of that is just so, so dictatorish. I have seen people. I mean, the thing is, it's bad enough if you think about you know people in China themselves. You know, I remember watching this one video where this woman set up her phone on Facebook Live, and she popped her phone in the corner of a room. Because there was a knock at the door and it was police officers. I think you've told me that story, yeah. Mm. So pretty much it just streams until the phone's battery or the data runs out. And she put her phone on live and she kind of hid the phone a little bit so that whoever came in wouldn't immediately see the phone. Mm -hmm. And then these cops came in. And they, they were just like, excuse me, are you... And she was like, yes, why? And they go, you're coming with us. She goes, Why? And he goes, you know why. She goes, why? And they go, because of your Facebook comment. She goes, my Facebook comment? What do you mean my Facebook comment? And they don't say another word to her. And they pin her down, put her hands behind her back, handcuff her, and they take her. And eventually, you know, the, the stream ended, don't know, you know, battery probably ran out or something like that. But imagine that. Imagine, imagine the thought police arresting you for a Facebook comment. I mean, yeah. in what world do we live in? Yeah, no, I know. And then to try and further that to, you know, the rest of the universe. And it's it's kind of just sad, though, because not only, you know, they, the people living in those countries, I feel so sorry for them. They have no freedom of speech, no freedom of movement, nothing like that. But if this is true, if it is really true that they're going to start arresting people from international countries just trying to pass through Hong Kong just wanting to go on holiday in hong kong do you know the amount of jobs that's going to be lost the tourism that's going to completely die down 
it's going to become like one massive communist state. And I mean, China's already so massive. And I include Hong Kong in that as well. It's really terrifying, actually. I'd love to go to Japan. Nope. Japan's cool. I've seen cool vending machines. They have pizza vending machines. Have you seen that? Is that why you want to go? Because of the vending machines? Yeah. Hey, tell me another cool thing about Japan. Um, they have these cup of noodle stores. Okay, apart from food. Oh, no, no, there's nothing. <laughs> See, <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, no, they, they sell all these <laughs> cultural, you know, old school retro cultural phenomena from long ago. Like, you, I used to have this Game Boy. Yeah. You don't know what that is, but it's a little video game console that you can play on your hands. You know what is a Game Boy? You're only you know what a year is a game older Boy. than me. Yeah, but you never played video games. And you can still buy Game Boys there on the cheap. On the cheap. And... I mean, you can't. I mean, if you yeah. wanted to buy it here, it's super expensive. The only way yeah. you can buy it here is if somebody kept it and they took well good care of it and they still have the cables and the battery still runs in a necessary cycle. But there, they they sort of still manufacture them, even if it's not made by the official companies. You should see their little stores. They've got just Game Boys and they've got all these Pokemon memorabilia and Pokemon cards and cool stuff. And Japan's really safe. So for you, it'd be like a big children's holiday. Like everything that you've always wanted in your childhood or just brought back to life after years and years and years. Pokemon and pizza vending machines. I think it's so cool. Honestly, I think that, you know, and I love the, I love the, 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 the look of Japanese houses. And I think especially what I would imagine rural Jap J Japan would look like. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, snow top mountains, purple cherry <laughs> blossoms, um, cats running around everywhere. I think it'd be so cool. I saw this video. I think of there's this... a lot of people in rural Japan that are living in like extreme poverty at the yeah, moment. Yeah, there's people living in poverty in every country, yeah, everywhere. I don't think it's that that pretty. It's just like a movie, cherry blossoms and mountain tops. I really doubt. That's a like cool that. name for a for an album. Cherry tops and mountain tops. <laughs> cherry tops and mountain blossoms. <laughs> yeah. But I saw this this cool little video, where you can go into a cup of noodle store. And then you pick your noodle. No, you take your, your, your mug. I mean, your little your little plastic container. And then you can choose what sort of noodle you want. They pop it in, like the dry noodle. It's it's completely dehydrated and dry. Yeah. And then you can pick one or like two of 18 flavors. You can say, I want cheese and prawn. And I want smoky bacon. And they put it in. Then you can pick your veggies. And they seal it. And then you can have that whenever you want. You don't have to have it there. You can take it home with you. That's pretty cool. I've never yeah. seen that. I'd like to see that video. Yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. I like. I rock Japan. Anyway, is there anything else that you wanted to mention? No, not really. So, Kanye West. He's always historically been someone who, you know, he if he pretends to do it, then you know, I don't know if it's real, but. He's always been somebody who's historically been quite against the grain. Yeah. You know, he 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 kind of likes to speak out against the elite and against the Illuminati. There was this video. Have you seen this video where he's on stage and he speaks about how these are his words. Facebook and Google lie to you. Have you ever seen that video? This is the one where he was on SNL. No, this is no. He's on stage. So this was he was on stage. And he's talking to the crowd. And the, this video, you know, is... It's quite hard to find it. It's it's normally really, like, taken down. 
and he's on he's on stage and he's talking and he and he's going y'all been lied to facebook and google lied to you radio lied to you and he kind of goes into this idea that media is totally fabricated mm -hmm. there's some sort of strong agenda behind it and it's all smoke and mirrors and the average consumer has always been lied to and kanye west he's somebody who bought into you know if i believe in things like you know illuminati mind control i believe that kanye west 100 partook in it unfortunately and then a lot of these people kind of tend to have breakdowns Kanye West shaved his head and then he dyed his hair blonde. Mm -hmm. you remember that? Yeah, but I don't really feel like that's a breakdown. I mean, if you look Katy at Perry the... Katy Perry shaved her head and dyed her hair blonde. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber shaved his head and dyed his, dyed his hair blonde. Amanda Bynes, didn't she do the same thing? Britney Spears, do you remember when she went mad and she shaved her yeah. head? So, I remember reading some sort of um, explanation as towards internally what that means for, you know, for the um what are you doing i just want to see the time oh you can't really tell because <clears throat> that's um that's counts that's not seconds so you have to what do you have to anyway i'll show you later so i believe that kanye west has always been somebody who has kind of tried to speak out against his potential handlers if those exist and that's why it's funny to me that he's considering running for president because you know Normally, people like that would they, they they would try to silence somebody like that, not not have him run for president. But then on the other hand, what an ideal candidate though. What? Think about it. Somebody who has, who's better to control than somebody who comes across as if they're against. Yeah, yeah. But they, you like, know what I'm saying? Yes, I want you to just just hold on to that. Put put a pin in that because I wanted to comment on something exactly like this. So, you know who Kenny Hotz is, obviously. I, I've mentioned him in the past, right? From Kenny vs. Spinny. Yeah, Kenny You Hotz. know the show Kenny vs. Spinny. Yes, I do. How, I mean, I've watched it once or twice. Once or twice? I love Kenny vs. Spinny. Now, Kenny Hotz is considered to be one of the biggest, or he was considered to be one of the biggest stars in Canada. Now, nobody really cares about him. Nobody even knows who he is yeah, anymore. Yeah, but... You know, he was he started getting very well connected in the industry. He had some big shows. He put Canadian TV on the map. He just got famous enough so that people kind of spoke to him. He made some famous friends, and he does have some pretty famous friends. And I was watching one of his podcasts. Now, Kenny, to me, is somebody who is just famous enough so that you can believe some of the things that he speaks about when it comes to Hollywood. Nothing outlandish, yeah, but small things. And he was talking about this conspiracy theorist. He was going, somebody that I know that works at the Pentagon. This is Kenny Hotz's words. He says, somebody that I know that works at the Pentagon, I don't know if it's true, but I, it comes from a very reliable source, told me that Alex Jones, do you know who Alex Jones is? No. Alex Jones is somebody who is historically quite right-wing and very anti-government and believes that the government is trying to control us and the government is trying <clears throat> to, um, you know... The government fakes school shootings and the government fakes natural disasters all to control the people, shit like that. And he grew quite a substantial following with his ideas because he seemed to be extremely anti-government, anti-power. Yeah. Kenny Hart said, somebody that I know who works at the Pentagon told me that Alex Jones is paid by the government to pretend to be against the government. He is paid 
to be something called a lost leader. And what they do is, if you're paid to be a lost leader, you are told which conspiracy theories to fabricate, and you spout these conspiracy theories so that what's really happening, the true agenda, isn't revealed. Is not revealed. Because they will always be. Minds off of yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's such a good point where you say that Kanye West could be somebody who could pretend to be very anti establishment, gain this massive following and massive trust. And in the end, he's working for the same people that he pretends to defy. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that happening. Also, I think that Kanye West, um, I think he'll, you know, he might. Take a, take a few of Joe Biden's voters, which will kind of, you know, make it more realistic that Trump would win. But, you know, I think that Trump is going to win regardless. So I think even if Donald Trump gets voted in for a second term, he'd probably be impeached. At least, at the very least. Why? I don't even think he's going to win the second term. But it's going to be like a Jacob Zuma situation all over again. We start running into a second term and people start hating him so much and all the political powers come together and they're like, get off. He gets impeached. And Joe Biden will be, you know, vice president and probably step in to take his place. No, that's not how it works. If the Republican Party wins, then it's Mike Pence who will come in, not Joe Biden. Silly goose. All I'm saying is that I think he'll be impeached. I don't even think he's going to win a second term. Well, we'll see. I think he is. I know that there's a lot of young voters, but young voters like Bernie Sanders. But Bernie Sanders, after a poll rating, he decided to to pull out. There's just not enough um, demo- competition. There's just not enough competition. No, well, there's just no. There's just not enough democratic force at the moment to even give Trump a, a slight competition. So there's no way Joe Biden's going to win. When's you didn't next... even know who Joe Biden was. I didn't know who Joe Biden was. And, yeah, when I told you. Not now. Like weeks ago. When I told you. Yeah, when you told me. Okay, then. You're you're the only source of information I have. Thank you. <laughs> Talk. What are you no, doing? that pissed me right off. <laughs> I when you do that. When I do what? No. When I do what? Nothing. <laughs> Why are you so sensitive? Just because I said that you didn't know who Joe Biden was. You didn't know who Joe Biden was. I asked you, who's the presidential Democratic candidate? You said, I don't know. And then I told you. Didn't do that now. Not now. But my point is that people didn't know who Joe Biden so was. So you didn't know what was happening in China and Hong Kong. Exactly. I just told you. So exactly. And I don't, I don't get all sensitive about it. And I you go, should, oh, what's your... <laughs> That's so mean. Imagine if I said that to you. Well, they don't make me feel stupid. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. You did intentionally, too. You were just intellectually fragile. <laughs> not intellectually fragile you are <laughs> no i'm joking you're very intelligent okay does that make you feel better you should believe it okay enough of this now okay so i think that trump is gonna win a second term what do you think i just told you i don't think he is okay well we'll see so did you hear that ellen DeGeneres is getting a divorce no i didn't Has that been confirmed, or did you read that on Reddit? It's been confirmed. Did they say why? I'm not read that far. I'm not. I'm not that interested in Ellen. 
You just brought it up, though, so you obviously are. No, I just mean that I'm not interested enough to know why she's getting a divorce, but I know that she's getting a divorce. But you don't like her at all, though, do you? I think she's, I think she's super false. Ellen, there are so many stories about how horrible Ellen can be. Uh, what was that story you were telling me about, like, she doesn't speak to employees, or was that... Was that Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Beyonce? Lopez. Who was it no, that it was wasn't allowed to make eye contact? Pink. Then? Oh, Pink. Yeah, but I've heard that Ellen doesn't <clears> talk to the people that she works with. She doesn't talk to the low-level employees. So if you just started working there or you're working as an assistant or you work as a runner or you work as a, you know, what's a pretty entry-level job? Or, you know, you help clean or you help, you know, construct the set, stuff like that. Ellen won't talk to you. She'll just talk to, pe- talk to people in her immediate circle. Also, I've heard of celebrities who go on her show that are very small, but they've done something. And they're trying to fill up, you know, an episode because she's on for an hour every day. Yeah. So they'll find a YouTuber who's just made a YouTube video that got 70 million views in a week. And it's of them dancing to a song they wrote in a bikini. Probably not a bikini, but like a Christmas outfit. I don't yeah. Know. And then they'll go, okay, cool. Or it's somebody who can play a song with uh, teaspoons and plastic cups. They'll go, cool, let's get this person on Ellen. Ellen's Ellen's producers will contact and then eventually they'll tell Ellen, listen, we've got this person coming on. She'll go, okay. And then when these people come on, Ellen doesn't talk to them. There was this one girl who was a YouTuber who got invited to go on Ellen's show, not by Ellen herself, by Ellen's producers. And then she was sat in her dressing room and she said, oh, listen, I need to go to the bathroom. And they said, okay, well, there's a bathroom, you know, down the hall, but that's been reserved for the for the Jonas Brothers. You know, they're going to be here in about half an hour. And she goes, okay, yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a guest. Can I please use that bathroom? And they're like, no, you're going to have to use the the one that's, you know, much further away. And she was like, okay, so for some reason, the Jonas Brothers are on a higher hierarchy than I am. Why? Because they're more famous. So Ellen likes to associate with those in her immediate circle she doesn't like you if you're below her she doesn't like it she likes to hang out with you know rich ass famous people so that's why i don't like her i can promise you that if we saw ellen in the street and we went up to her like hey ellen you'll imagine she was you know on vacation somewhere here she rented a huge house and she goes for a walk because it's safe and then we walk past and we go oh my is that ellen we had to go up to Ellen and go, Ellen, what's up, Ellen? She'd be like, oh, please leave me alone. So no, I don't appreciate people like that. I don't like people like that. I used to like Ellen, because I, because, but that's the thing, is she pretends to be this heartwarming, giving, incredibly white, perfect soul. She's not. <laughs> what? Why don't you think all of them are like that? Probably. It's probably, you know, just commented more on, on her behavior because there's been so many people that's been around her or on her show or whatever the case might be. But I can almost guarantee you, probably, I don't know, 70% of people on the same level as Ellen have the exact same mindset as her. I guess that's kind of like what happens when you get to that sort of fame is your ego becomes very greatly inflated. You know, there's this band called Green Day where... So what they like to do is once every show, they'll play a song where the guitar chords are relatively easy. Yeah. And it's one of their famous songs. People know how to play it. They'll get one of the fans from the crowd to come up on stage. Yeah. They'll go, okay, guys, we're going to play Basket Case next. Who knows how to play this song? Everybody's who can play guitars, hands will go up. And then Billy Joel, the Billy Joe, the lead singer will pick one. 
and he'll go to them in the crowd or he'll call up that one. He'll go, what's the starting chord? And he'll go, gee, whatever it is. I don't know. Go, cool, you can come up. And then this kid, who's a nobody, plays this song in front of thousands of people. And it's obviously really fantastic. And I always see comments where people say that kid will never forget that for the rest of his life. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And but, I think to myself. I think, I mean, what, that makes a great show too, though. They're not doing that out of the goodness of their heart. They probably did it once. And then they realized, wow, people love this when we do this. Let's do it at every single show. I guarantee you after that guy walks off the stage after playing the guitar or the song or whatever, he doesn't become best friends with them. I didn't say that. Their band probably doesn't take time to go having a drink with him or anything no, like that. No, of course not. That would be silly. But that's my point. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I can always guarantee you 70% of them aren't like that. Okay, well, the original point that I was trying to make is that the comments on the, on the videos that I was referring to is always people saying that that kid will never forget that moment for the rest of his life. And I think to myself... Just to just to do that once, yeah, it probably makes you feel so good. Probably makes you feel so happy for that for that little short moment. So imagine if you were somebody like Justin Bieber or Will Ferrell or Ellen, who gets that sort of admiration from strangers all day. Can you imagine what that must do? What 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 that must do? What that must do to the way that they see themselves? Of course, they're gonna think that they're better than everybody else. Yeah, I agree with that. But they also stop becoming numb to it. I mean, you know, probably in the beginning when they got super famous and had so many fans and admirers, it was great. But now it's like an annoying buzz from a bee. Well, I don't know. I always think to myself, if it was really that bad, then why don't they stop? I mean, Justin Bieber, he loves to complain about how difficult fame is and how hard it is to be famous and how everybody's watching you. You know, but then why does he still do it? I mean, he's announced that he's taking a break from music or he's taking a break from the limelight. But then they always come right back. I can promise you that if it was really so difficult for them, somebody like Justin Bieber would leave because he's made all his money. He doesn't need to work again a day in his life. But no, they get that and they want it again. Yeah, but I, I think it, it's not just about people admiring you. It's probably the money that's... Probably the type of lifestyle you have with that. I mean, it probably becomes, you know, kind of like an addiction. Living that type of lifestyle, being in the limelight. And yes, they might complain, but people like it. If it was really bad, then they would they would have stopped long ago. And there are some celebrities that have, um, like, completely stepped out of the limelight. Like Cameron Diaz. She stepped out of the limelight when she decided... She's never going to act again. She's yeah, but of, seeing her career. Uh, yeah, of course there will be some celebrities who have stepped out of the limelight. <laughs> but that's like 0.01% of celebs. Yeah. That's why I don't like when they complain. You guys make too much money. Yeah. Anything you wanted to mention? No, I'm good. Nothing? No, I'm tired now. Well, there's one more thing that I want to talk about. Um, so you know who Jeffrey Epstein is, obviously. Mm -hmm. So did you hear that Jeffrey Epstein's partner, the woman who orchestrated all of his vile sexual yeah. experiences for him and his friends, her name is Jelaine. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Gislaine, G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-E. Jelaine. That's Jelaine, right? Yeah. Jelaine Maxwell. She... Has been caught. Wait, hasn't... Wait, 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 
wait, wait. Maxwell, isn't she that, um... She's been accused in something else as well. What? We're talking about the same person. Just give me a second here. Maxwell. The lady who played in... No, she wasn't an she wasn't an actress. She didn't play in anything. Okay, so there's another lady also a Max or something. I'm thinking of the wrong person here. Yeah, anyway, she's been caught. So it's 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 weird. I don't understand how she's been caught because she has this crazy crazy um you know, warrant for an arrest in the United States and she's been in Europe apparently. I think they they saw in Bulgaria, something along those lines, and she's just been caught. And she is now saying that in order to decrease her sentence, she is willing to name some pretty big names in the upper circles of the alleged worldwide elite pedophilia ring. So... She would probably get a less sentence by revealing these people. Well, do you know, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty big because Jeffrey Epstein, he has been somebody who has, you know, apparently, it's not really apparently because there's flight records and stuff like that. Yeah, here's a, here's an article about it. Gasoline. Maxwell has secret copies of Jeffrey Epstein's sex tapes that could expose power players. Is See? that the one you were talking about, the Herald Sun? I don't know. What's, what's a Herald Sun? Is that yeah, a newspaper? That's just a newspaper. So, yeah, she apparently has this information that could expose genuinely high-ranking people like in this Like Prince whole thing. Andrew, right? Because I remember you were telling me about that. He has, a, he has an article right now. Prince Andrew already got exposed. Clock ticking for Prince Andrew as Gasoline Maxwell heads to court. So, is it true that she's been diagnosed with COVID-19? I don't know. I just want to type that in. Jelaine Maxwell. Let's see. Oh, okay, officials didn't say Epstein Associate has COVID-19. I thought that that was going to be a hoax. Because everybody at the moment is speculating that this person, just like if Jeffrey Epstein died, right before he was able to reveal yeah. any sort of explicit information, Yeah. they feel that the same is going to happen with this woman. She is going to die in some strange way before anything can be revealed. I can see that happening. A lot of people have thought that she's not going to commit suicide. She's um, instead going to contract COVID and then she's going to pass away from that. I don't know, man. That's freaky. We'll have to see what comes out of it. You know what I'm going to do? How can she live with herself, though? I mean, money. Money? Money? To ruin hundreds, if not thousands, of young girls' lives? Money, money. It's what it is, man. That's that's how Jeffrey Epstein... That's how they get all these people to do all this crazy shit. It's money. Money, just as the Bible says, money is the root of all evil. 
Yeah. I think if you have too much of it, definitely. But even when you have too little of it, you're willing to do anything for it. Okay, so for the next podcast, there's two videos I want to show you. And it's a it's kind of in tune with this thing. Okay. It's um by this documentarian called Mouthy Buddha. He's this independent YouTuber, but he makes the most incredible videos. They're such high production. The editing is fantastic. And the two videos he released, I told you about the one where he speaks about the alleged involvement of celebrities, you know, in this sort of strange practices. And after he released his first video, he started getting contacted by all these unknown people where they say, you better stop because you do not know exactly how dangerous the water that you are currently treading in can be. So I want to show you those videos and I want to hear your comments on the next podcast. Okay. I will definitely watch it for the next podcast. Then. I'll find two or three videos I want you to watch too. Okay. Uh, before we go, I think there was one more question that I wanted to ask you. You know, we were, I didn't think we were going to play that game like we always do. So I thought maybe I should ask you just a general question, maybe something fun. Did you ever do any prank calls when you were a kid? No, it's only something you did. You never did a single prank call? No, you know I didn't. Why not? Sweetheart, so, you know, we know you've done many. Do you want to tell us about yours? I can't think of any from the top of my head. But I used to love prank calls. Ooh, tell that story about um, that guy called in South Africa with the cookies. Oh, yeah, but I don't know if it's as funny in English. But I... So when when we first got to Sydney, I didn't have a job. Mm. Wow. Well, what that feels like. And I would be so bored. And Australia's got this strange phone plan where you can make as many phone calls as you want and you don't pay any extra for it. You pay a set amount. It's like 10 Australian dollars a week or 30 Australian dollars a month. And you do not pay anything above that. You can make a thousand phone calls a day. Still the same price. So For you, not the people receiving the call though. I didn't even think about that. So, yeah, well, yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. So I didn't even think about that. So... I would sit at home and I would try to go through my contacts of people that I might have met long ago or people that I know but that don't really know my voice that well and I'd phone them and I obviously wouldn't have anything elaborate planned and all I would do is I would pretend like I'm looking for somebody else and I'd wait until they answer the phone and I'd go, Provesh, <laughs> hello, Provesh, who are you looking for, Provesh. No, you got the wrong number. What number, Pravesh? And it was pretty funny. <laughs> and um, I remember I was phoning this one guy, uh, Wesley Williams. So my my aunt used to live next to him. And he got so annoyed at the end. In the beginning, he was very nice about it. I would phone him and, he'd, and I'd go, Hello, Pravesh. And eventually he'd be like, This is not Pravesh. This is Wesley. <laughs> and then I would laugh and I'd think it's funny. And then I'd phone him again like half an hour later. And, I, and he would be at work. And I'd go, Pravesh! And then eventually it got to the point where he was just like, this is not fucking Pravesh! <laughs> and I thought that was pretty hilarious. And then I would phone all these people because I would then run out of people can, can that I know. Can you hear the story about the cookies now, please? And then I would, I would run out of people that I actually know and I would just type in strange numbers on my phone, just beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. And I'd call. And then one day this guy answered and I was doing this, Pravesh! And the guy was probably my age. And he got so irritated. He was, an, he was this Afrikaans guy. And eventually he's like, 
Werner, is this you? <laughs> and I go, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? Did you have space biscuits? <laughs> but Afrikaans, it's so much funnier. And I like, I, weren't you there? Didn't you I hear was it? There, I was laughing. Oh, man, I love prank calls. They're the best. I used to make prank calls all the time when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I would phone. Um, I remember I used to phone Look and Listen, which was a DVD and video place. And then they would, they would answer and I'd try and ask me if they have stock. And then I would ask them about things that didn't exist, you know, which doesn't sound that funny, but sometimes it's pretty funny. Didn't you do the same to JB Hi-Fi? No, 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 no. I would phone JB Hi-Fi, oh, which is and a, the pharmacy. Yeah. So I would phone different businesses in Australia. And there's a lot of foreigners here. So people have a lot of different accents. So if somebody phones you with a strange accent in Australia, you don't know if it's a um, if it's a prank call. You just have to imagine that it's a real person. You know, they could be from somewhere and you have to be patient with them. And the customer service in Australia is pretty good. So they won't just be annoyed with you and <laughs> throw the phone down. And I would phone these places and I would go, Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, my name is Yannick. Uh, I just arrived here from Bowens. Just wants to ask if you sells a toothbrush. <laughs> and there would be a pharmacy, so they'd go, yes, we do. i go, what about the shampoo? Do you sell shampoos for the hair? Yes, we do. Oh, what about the toothpaste? you sell a toothpaste? <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> what about the other end for the underarm? <laughs> <laughs> and they were always so nice, but it was the best. I love prank calls. I'll never stop doing prank calls. They're the greatest. So, you, so you've never done one prank call in your whole life? No. I don't think I've ever done a prank call before. That's so disappointing. Why? Because prank calls are great. Yeah, I just I never did stuff like that. Okay. Anyways, I think we're pretty much finished for today. Is there anything else you still wanted to say? Anything you still no. wanted to chat about? What's wrong? I'm tired. Wow. Way to keep the energy up for the show. But hey. <laughs> and my eye is super itchy. Okay, well, people at home don't really care about your itchy eye. <laughs> but it's so itchy. Okay, I would like, because I did the outro, I would like you to sign up. But I, come on, give it some, you know, give it some. Ugh. Okay, guys. Well, um, thank you for listening to our podcast today, number seven. It was good chatting to you. Hope you have a good week and we'll speak to you later. <laughs> that was awful. You're not coming back on the show. <laughs> That's horrible. It's just late and I'm tired. <laughs> it's late? What time is it? Just tell them what time it is. <laughs> it's 8.36. It's 8.30 in the evening. Well, to be fair, I have been working. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Well, okay. Alrighty, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This episode was sponsored to you by... Nobody? <laughs> Um, but if anybody wants to have a sponsor on our show we'll love it yeah we'll even pay you to sponsor us yeah it'll be fun so if you guys have anything you guys want to send us any sort of you know emails correspondence communication our po- our email is cheese toasty podcast at gmail.com i promise you if anybody had to email us i would directly respond yeah but, well uh, we have like 17 views on our podcast i know but that'll like change if one person had to send us an email it would feel cool yeah and I promise that'll change eventually. It's still in its infant stage. I don't stage. care about us being famous. This is just fun. Apart from the fact that I've been a bit... Ugh, tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's weird. Next time you'll have an energade before you come on here. I wonder mm. why I'm so aid. tired. Okay. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Hope you guys have a good day and we'll chat to you guys soon. Bye.